Hi there, and welcome to The Woman Inspired Podcast. I'm Karen. I will host this podcast for you, so you're going to hear my voice for the next little bit. And you also might hear the tip-tap of my dog's uh, little feet as she walks around the house because she can be a little noisy. Although she usually doesn't bark, it might enhance things because I have no uh, entry music or exit music today to my podcast because something is technologically challenging, defunct, weird, I don't know what. So it's just my voice today. So tune in next time or listen to some old episodes and maybe you can hear music. You can't hear the music in my head that, that I usually dance to, but maybe you have some of your own. So today's podcast episode is titled Weed That Feed. Not weed and feed, but weed that feed. And I start out with a pod quote. Actually, I'm going to give you a few different quotes today. And so here's the first one. If you're not hungry for God, you're probably full of yourself. I have no idea who said that, except I just said it. But I don't know who originally said it to attribute that to, but I loved it. So I'm going to say it again. If you're not hungry for God, you're probably full of yourself. I think we probably all know a lot of people like that. Um, and maybe we've been that way a few times ourselves. Uh, here's another quote. This one is by Leonard Ravenhill. A man may study because his brain is hungry for knowledge even Bible knowledge, but he prays because his soul is hungry for God. I love that as well. And I'm going to give you another one. Woohoo! Triple threat today. <laughs> All right. Or let's see, three strikes you're out. I, I prefer a triple threat. All right. Here's another one. The greatest adversary of love to God is not his enemies, but his gifts. And the most deadly appetites are not for the poison of evil, but for the simple pleasures of earth. For when these replace an appetite for God himself, the idolatry is scarcely recognizable and almost incurable. I need to pause a little bit and be quiet on that let you think about it again, huh? I might repeat that at the end. That's by John Piper. All right. I know, I know the whole weed and feed or actually weed that feed title. Um, it's not time to do yard work yet. In fact, Today, um, as I was writing this, we had a little bit of snow this morning. Um, granted, I wish we had more snow, but we're getting this particular year um, a record warm, I think. They say we're supposed to have record snow. Haven't seen it yet. We still might get it. I don't know. Don't hate me because I love snow. It's just how God made me. But hey, it was beautiful today nonetheless. And today's episode, titled Weed and Feed, does sound a little bit like the beginnings of an article on how to get rid of the pesky cattle grass or weeds in our yard while fertilizing the grass at the same time. Or maybe it sounds like an ad you see on TV in between home improvement shows. I don't know. But the kind of weeding and feeding I'm talking about today has more to do with the quotes I just gave you and nothing to do with yard work. So sit back, relax, and know that I'm not going to discuss fescue, dandelions, and bluegrass with you. So the other day I was wrapping up some quiet time and when I do that I typically turn on my TV and stream some sort of worship music via YouTube. It's kind of my favorite way these days to pick and choose some worship and it comes in crystal clear through my TV. So I was waiting for this song mix that I chose to load via streaming and a five second commercial came on for some app that you can load onto your phone and screen things in your Instagram feed. In other words, kind of weed things out. Ha! Huh. Weed things out. Um, anyway, so the tagline for the commercial was, what are you feeding yourself? 
because you get to weed things out of your feed, right? So then in the worship mix, uh, this song came up called Hungry. It's actually, I think the title is Hungry, Falling on My Knees. I didn't choose that song. It just ended up in my mix. And what washed over me in that moment when I heard that uh, commercial followed by that song was that it had really been a while since I felt hungry for God's word or for worship or for the presence of the Holy Spirit. You know, even if you're in it with him on a day-to-day basis and you're praying, you still need to desire God on a daily basis. And and even more than that, you want to be able to and, and have that feeling if you've never had it. I'll pray all of those who are listening who haven't had it will have it. And if you've lost it, that you regain it. This this hunger and this desire for God <clears throat> to be in his will, to know him, and for his will to be more important to you than other people's will and than your own. In Christian speak, that means be hungry to be fed by God, to be hungry for life-sustaining, nurturing spiritual food that helps you grow and keeps you spiritually nourished. Because sometimes we get down, okay? Life gets dull, we get lazy, um, and we're used to feeding on things that we shouldn't. We lose the hunger for God. And really, sometimes we lose the hunger for everything He has for us. Why? Because we're too full of junk. And lately, that's a little bit of what I've done. I was sick, I didn't feel well, um, just been a whole lot of going on in, in my life. And so I started to feed myself with things I shouldn't feed myself with. I've fed myself with junk. Um, and I admit that I confess that. So I, I had to really think, why did I do that? Why have I been doing that? And I realized it's, we feed ourselves sometimes with junk because it's easy, but so we don't feel the hunger pains. So when I really thought about this, um, after listening to that commercial or hearing that little tagline from that commercial on that song, I realized that I really was hungry, but I didn't want to make the extra effort to feed myself with what I needed to feed myself with because I had hunger pains. I just wanted to get rid of the pain. I lost that feeling of hunger for God momentarily because I was feeding my systems with something else. So I remember one Thanksgiving, my son was so excited to have Thanksgiving dinner and then the pumpkin pie, of course, because he made the pumpkin pies. He was oh so proud of himself and he really, he did a great job. Probably the best pumpkin pie I've ever had, truthfully, although she don't tell him that. I don't want it to go to his head because I really do like to pretend that my pumpkin pies are the best, even though that year they really weren't. (laughs) So someone coming over for Thanksgiving dinner, though, brought an appetizer with them which was very nice, but so not necessary. I mean, hello, we were going to eat a huge turkey dinner with all the fixings. Plus, we had a whole array of pies and cakes for dessert. But it was nice of them, so we set the appetizer tray out a little bit before dinner. It had barbecue wings on it and something else, I can't remember, and cream cheese pinwheels. Well, my son loves those cream cheese pinwheels, you know, the ones that have cream cheese and little other bits of things in it and rolled up in a tortilla. Well, um, so my son was thrilled and he'd been waiting all day to eat. He didn't, he didn't want to eat a bunch for breakfast because he was saving room for pumpkin pie, he said. Um, but he couldn't wait any longer. So I warned him not to eat too many appetizers though, or he'd get too full, but he didn't listen to me. Bite after bite, he stuffed his face. 
His 10-year-old brain didn't want to tell him to stop. And even though I told him to stop, the next thing I knew, every time I'd come around the corner, setting the table or doing something, I'd see him, he had just popped another appetizer in his mouth. He was kind of sneaking them. And he, Lord knows how many he'd had by the time we got ready for dinner. But I could tell he was full. So when we sat down to eat, he was already more than half full of junk. Yeah, the appetizer food was really good tasting, but compared to a wonderful turkey dinner and all the vegetables and the stuffing and the rolls and all of that stuff, it was junk. And by the time dessert got there, he could not eat another bite, even though he tried. He put a huge piece of pie on his plate and he just stared at it. He ended up not being able to eat that piece of delicious pumpkin pie he made until the next day. And all because he was hungry, but he didn't want to do the work to wait for the really good stuff. So he stuffed himself with junk instead. And then he felt too full from that junk to fill himself with the good stuff. And I think we're a lot like that. We feel hungry. And oftentimes we feel hungry for God. Hungry for his prompting, his word, his presence, direction, and even God's conviction and admonishment sometimes. But instead of doing the work it takes to stop, sit in his presence, listen, soak in his presence, study his word, wait for guidance, pray and pray some more and learn what it's like to truly be fed by what God has for us. We fill ourselves with other things. We don't want to feel hunger pains. We don't want pain. Gee, go figure. I don't know about you all, but I'm not signing up for pain. That's not my first choice, but sometimes we have to have it and it's a part of life. And we don't want anyone to know we're starving ourselves of anything either, right? Even if it's spiritual things. We live in a world of we want more or I have more than enough and mine is better than yours. It's sadly natural for us to want to look full, to look filled up, to look healthy, to look whole, to look strong, even when we're not any of those things and even when we don't feel filled up or strong. So all this brings me back to feeding or weed that feed. What's in your feed? This brings me back to that commercial that I saw. Are you on social media at all? What do you choose to like, to follow, to read? What do you seek out on social media? And who do you let feed you on social media? Are you letting it feed you because you're hungry, but don't want to take the time to let things of God feed you? Are you accepting easy access, quick fix, junk food in place of eternal, spiritually significant, fulfilling feed? Are you just in a place where you want to be entertained? Not to do the spiritual work or or have to worry about being convicted or where you need to grow and change. You don't want to be convicted of that. After this whole feed revelation in my life, I went back through my Instagram and Facebook feeds to see what I've been letting soak into me. Now, granted, there's not a whole lot on Facebook because I took a three and a half year hiatus from it and I've only been back on it for about a year and I basically just post my podcast on there and say hi to family here and there. I'm on there very rarely. Um, But my Instagram, that's a different story. And so I went back through my feed and I, I wanted to see what have I been feeding on? Well, most of it, frankly, is gardening information and home improvement, art. I love arts, uh, paintings, scenery, Christian music, faith messages, um, sometimes funny inspirational video clips. 
But it was the other things I saw in my feed that social media marks as because you viewed. And those things bothered me. Do you know what I'm talking about? The because you viewed. So have you ever noticed that on social media and streaming services like uh, Netflix and Amazon, that when you watch something, like let's say you watch a World War II movie on Netflix, the next time you pull up those streaming services like Netflix, you'll see a tab or a section that says something like, because you watched that World War II movie, here are some other movies we thought you'd enjoy. Or on Amazon, since you enjoyed such and such TV show, we thought you'd like these. It's the same thing with Instagram and Facebook, only they're a whole lot more covert and, and, and how they do it. And it seeps right in. So if you frequently click on a particular topic or category, um, in Instagram, like financial news, for instance, it will start placing more financial news in your feed. So when you pull up your, your page, um, not on your page necessarily, but when you go to look at the just general information out there, you'll see more and more of what you normally click on and read. So if anyone were to click into my personal Instagram feed, they'd be able to see what kind of things I've been feeding myself with lately. And as I went out there to check it out, I realized that I spend way more time than I thought I did viewing entertainment news. Now, I normally don't keep up with any entertainment industry news. Sorry, I just don't really care which celebrity had a fit on a set and which one makes more money and who had plastic surgery and who had breast implants and who had butt implants and whose butt is bigger than somebody else's and who fathered a, another child by another baby mama crap. I don't care about any of that. I don't like to read all of that stuff. It, it makes no difference to me. I do not hunger for that. But I do watch political commentaries and news. And because real news, fake news, and entertainment are now all meshed together, there seems to be no difference between any of them. It all comes up in my feed. And it's very tempting to feed myself with it, to allow the hunger I have inside to be quenched, even if it's temporary, by that kind of junk. By a feed system instituted to feed us enticing mental junk food that causes us to go back for more and more because it feeds us something in our brains. Because it, it, it resonates with that thing in our brains that say it's great, even though it only sustains us for about three minutes, so then we'll click into something else. And then we feel like we have to go back for more and more and more. You know, like that old uh, potato chip commercial, you can't eat just one. You can't just click on just one video or one um, little segment, one little news clip. And from the news clip, it goes to some entertainment. And then from entertainment, it goes to something else. And it almost always goes down this rabbit hole of something salacious, something that I don't really want to watch. But there, I have clicked on it. And so then if you looked at my feed, It'll put other things just like that into my feed. And that's what I've been doing a lot of lately. It draws me in five minutes, then 15 minutes, and boom, before I know it, I have let this junk in my feed feed me for an hour. I don't know about you, but I want my hunger pains to go away because I feed something, um, I feed myself with something that sustains me, not junk. I don't want to be manipulated into thinking that I can only get fed through social media and streaming services. Yes, I enjoy some of the uplifting things. I enjoy podcasts I can click into. I enjoy some of the funny, cute videos on there. 
but they can still become a quick fix for me. And I don't want the quick fix junk food um, to be my mainstay all day, every day. I truly want the manna from heaven, the things of God that he has blessed us to partake of. His word, fellowship with others, the presence of the Holy Spirit, his guidance, grace, love, all the life lessons that come with it, including this life lesson that I need to weed my feed. Yeah, weed that feed. So I'm going to encourage you to do what I did. Go through your feed, through all your streaming services, your social media accounts, and take the time to weed out the life-sucking, time-eating, quick-fix junk that's coming to your feed. Unlike, unfollow, delete, and block the things that tempt you and try to feed you up with junk. I know it's it can be difficult to do, but you can do it. Get rid of the people even who pull you into ungodly drama, who poke at you and hurt you, and clean out the bookmark posts that were just fleeting favorites. You know, half of which you probably don't even remember why you saved them in the first place or what was so great about them when you bookmarked them or pushed favorite on there or liked them. Weed that feed and tell yourself that you deserve better. You deserve the good stuff, the great stuff that comes from Jesus. You deserve to have the pumpkin pie, not just eat cream cheese pinwheels. No offense, cream cheese pinwheel lovers. (laughs) So in the Bible, Luke talks about the prodigal son um, who left his father kind of to do his own thing and follow his own way. He wanted life his way, not the father's way. And he ended up in a really desperate situation, more than one actually. He squandered his inheritance. And we can be like that, though we don't have to. The son ended up starving. He was so hungry that he was willing to eat pig slop in a pen with pigs just so he could get rid of his hunger pains and survive. Are you feeding on pig slop? I know I have before. Hedging on it a lot lately. But I decided to go back to the father and say, I'm sorry, I want to be fed by you. I want to be fed like I should. Have you come away from God ignoring him because you don't like what he's been telling you? A lot of times we're hungry, but we don't like what God wants to feed us because sometimes it's hard to swallow. He wants me to be patient? What? He wants me to wait? I don't think so. He wants me to stay where I am when I don't want to stay where I am. I I don't like that. He wants me to go when I don't want to go. He wants me to read his word every day. He wants me to go to Bible study. Um, Yeah, I don't have time for that, right? That's oftentimes the conversations we have in our head. You're not alone. We all do that. We all go there. You know, I think I'll uh, fulfill my hunger anyway that I want instead of the way God wants me to. That's the attitude that we can end up with, especially if we continue to feed ourselves with the junk that's in our feed. It'll feel better, but then it doesn't. Oh, it'll be fine, but then it's not. We end up starving. Junk never feeds us what we truly need. So we end up weak. We end up unfulfilled. We end up dying spiritually so much so that we're willing to feed ourselves with anything to make the pain go away even pig slop some people feel guilty running back to the father for a big luscious meal to feed on when they've ignored him and pushed him out and some people just seek him again and again but either way it doesn't matter even if your heart is originally um 
in it for the wrong reasons. Like maybe you just feel guilty or you just feel obligated to go back to God. Um, or it's for selfish desires because he, you think, well, if I go back to him, then he'll give me what I want. You know what? He'll still take you back. He will prepare a feast for you. It's in his promises. He's never left you. He's just waiting for you to recognize it. Even if you come to God for the wrong reasons, he still has what you need. I'm going to repeat that for you. Even if you come to God for the wrong reasons, he still has what you need. So my friends, what are you starving for? Is it attention, validation, praise, belonging, self-worth, guidance, connection, money, wisdom, a sustaining word, recognition, recognition from the right place, the wrong place, fulfillment, enjoyment, I don't know, maybe you're hungering and starving for an altered reality so you can check out of your own reality. Maybe you need to release from the harshness of life or maybe you're hungry to see something harsher in somebody else's life in your feed so it makes you feel better. Escape. Maybe it's a justification for your life, for your life choices. Well, at least I'm not as bad as so-and-so I saw on social media or as worse off than so-and-so in my feed or maybe so you can tell yourself, I'm not as sinful as so-and-so or as met messed up as so-and-so. Make no mistake about it. You can get all of that in your feed. And you'll continue to unless you weed that feed. So that's what I'm encouraging you to do today. Is weed that feed. And don't listen to all of those lies and all of those voices and all of those things that are trying to tell you, hey, take a bite of this because this bite of this junk food is much better than what God has for you because it's not true. So weed that feed, my friends, weed that feed. Okay, so I'm going to repeat the uh, little quote I had up here earlier from John Piper. Ready? The greatest adversary of love to God is not his enemies, but his gifts. And the most deadly appetites are not for the poison of evil, but for the simple pleasures of earth. For when these replace an appetite for God himself, the idolatry is scarcely recognizable and almost incurable. And I'm just going to tack on there. Almost. It says almost incurable. Because God is the cure. Jesus is the way. When... All of these things that he's blessed us with in this world become more important than him. And the appetite for them is more important than anything else. These pleasures that we have on this earth. Then we have replaced those things. Um, we replaced God with those things. And that is idolatry. And that is a really slippery slope. And a scary place to be. And... Seeing them in our feed constantly. I'm not talking about not having a little pleasure here and there uh, within the bounds that God wants you to. But I'm talking about feeding yourself on it and sustaining yourself or attempting to. Okay? All right. There we go. That is my podcast for today. This has been The Woman Inspired Podcast. Even though I'm now losing my voice, <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed it. Please like follow, share it. I would greatly appreciate it. Post it to your social media if you don't mind. You can find me on Instagram at one woman inspired. That's the number one followed by woman inspired. 
Um, and you can find more information about me and this podcast and speaking engagements on womaninspired.com.